0: Hello and welcome home. Thank you for joining us on episode 102 of Welcome Home, a Disney Parks and Vacation Club podcast. I'm Tom. I'm here with just Trevor at the moment. Uh, We we anticipate Damon's going to come crashing through the wall like the Kool-Aid man at some point and (laughs) blow up the whole thing that we're doing. But, you know, he's going to be here eventually. Yeah,
1: Yeah, he said it'll be a few minutes late, but uh, yeah, he'll, he will arrive and we will know when he arrives.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, the best part will be is we won't notice and then he'll just all of a sudden pop up and start talking. Yeah, Exactly. (laughs) Yeah, that's how it goes, you know. Uh <laughs> so Oh goodness. Yeah. I you know, I, I've enjoyed the lively conversation in the in the group about the uh the Malamar conversation and then also uh those those things that you were telling us about too. The Naimo bars. Yeah. Yes. I, I always feel like I'm gonna say that wrong. I wanna make them now though. It, they look amazing.
1: You know, it's it's funny you say that. It like to I, I guess I, I've grown up with the word, like like I've had those since I was a kid. So, and it also helps, um, there, there's actually a town in, uh, British Columbia, uh, called Nanaimo. So, oh, okay. okay. So it's like, so for us, it's like, yeah, Nanaimo bars, you know, whatever.
0: Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I get that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 it seems like I, I've got some support on my side on the Malamar thing, but you know, it's okay. Whatever. <laughs> I, I,
1: I'm, I am curious about them. I actually did look at the grocery store and we don't have, or at least the grocery store I go to didn't have them. So interesting. Yeah.
0: I mean it's it's almost like a like a self contained s'more in a way. It's it's delicious. I, I like them anyway, but you know. Somebody in the group suggested to put them in the microwave for four seconds and eat them. I, I had never heard that, but that's a good idea too.
1: So my brother used <laughs> to microwave marshmallows when he was a kid and yeah, they, they get very they don't toast, but they expand and yeah, they, they get blow very up. gooey yeah. on the inside. So I can I can see that.
0: Yeah, yeah. I've, I've been known to make a microwave s'more here and there, you know, just, uh, like if I'm feeling in the mood for a s'more, I'll just throw it in the microwave and, you know, you put it in there for like five seconds and the marshmallow gets real big, real fast. Yeah, exactly. It's not the same as a campfire s'more, but, you know, you get all the elements there. So, (laughs) (laughs) um, (laughs) so, so yeah, go ahead. Sorry. I was going to say before we, we get into things.
1: So I, I want to, um, I want to pull the audience if that's all right, Tom. Um, yeah no please yeah so so okay so 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 to give some context um I was talking with my wife about what I want for Christmas and for the first time in in a long time I realized I have not actually thought about you know things that I want for Christmas and I really I don't know so um I guess what the ask is here is um you know people who are listening um uh I. I want to know what kind of stuff you guys are interested in, but, um, also, you know, to, to kind of help guide this a little bit, I'll say, you know, the things that I am most interested in are, um, you know, obviously I've talked about video games a lot. I like anime and I like Disney are probably my three, um, the three big things that I, I really like, you know, not, not in that order necessarily, um, so what I would like is, you know, if, if, um, you listeners, if you have stuff that, uh, you know, you find interesting or, you know, stuff that you want for Christmas, uh, I'd like to see some discussion around that in, uh, in the, uh, welcome home group this week. So, um, That's a
0: good idea. And,
1: yeah. And, and, you know, I'm hoping, you know, it'll give me some ideas cause you know, you know, it's n- it's not that. You know, I I have everything and I don't want anything. It's just I haven't thought about it this year is all. Yeah. I like it that just hasn't been at the top of my head. But you know, I, I want to hear what you guys are thinking about for Christmas. And I know, you know, you get I know like Damon I, I can already hear Damon before he even gets in here saying, you know, <laughs> it's not even Thanksgiving yet. For us <laughs> For us, in no, Canada-
0: Damon does his shopping super early, though. Like, Damon's yeah, been doing holiday shopping all year. So, he's, I think he'd be with you on this.
1: And, and, and that's fair. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. And, and, um, but, you know, for us, you know, Thanksgiving's done and we are in full Christmas mode up here. So, so, you know, let, let's let talk about Christmas.
0: <laughs> that's fair. Yeah. yeah. I, I'm actually kind of with you. I, I, I have this problem every year, though. Like, I never know what I want for Christmas because I, I kind of just at a point where, like, if I want something, I just buy it. So, like, I don't, you know, if I really want something. So, and then I can never think of things that like I want to get for want someone to get for me and it's always a, a whole thing and I, I I basically beg my parents these days I'm like don't buy me anything don't give me anything spend money on the kid if you want to you spend money on my daughter like you know don't spend the money on me because I, I don't know what I want I don't I don't really need anything so I you know I, if, if you want to buy me the $300 Lego uh, Cinderella Castle then sure I'm in <laughs> but you're not going to buy that for me and I'm not going to buy it because it's $300 so yeah it, and, and you do bring
1: up a good point is, you know, you know, this is, I guess, kind of where I am is that, you know, same thing is, you know, a lot of, a lot of what I'm thinking about is what my son wants for Christmas. I I'm, I'm more focused on him, but you know, I I guess in our household, at least, um, we have a rule where, you know, everybody, everybody who's there for Christmas gets a gift, you know, even, even if we have people staying over, which, you know, that's not happening this year, but you know, in the past we've had people stay over and we always make sure there's a gift for everybody. And, um, you know, my wife brought, actually brought this up to me because, you know, she's like, you, you know, I have no idea what you want for Christmas. And and then I realized, I'm like, I don't know what I want for Christmas. So, (laughs) you know, that's, that's going to be hard, right?
0: (laughs) See, I just, I'm always like, just don't buy me anything. And then people try to buy me things and it's rarely something I actually want. I'm just kind of like, okay, great.
1: (laughs) Yeah. And and I guess, you know, kind of like you said, you know, I, I take it as an opportunity for, you know, somebody to buy me something that I normally wouldn't buy for myself. And, you know, I do keep it reasonable. Like, you know, I, I don't, uh, um, I I don't ask for like crazy expensive stuff. Like last year, actually, um, I asked for a, um, so I, I have an intent of switch and I replaced the, the, um, the outer shell on it with a a clear green shell instead of the black plastic. So, so you can actually buy kits for that. And, And, you know, that's something that I enjoy doing is, is modifying that stuff. Um, but I already have that now, so it's like,
0: well, what else do I get, <laughs> right? Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, I'm definitely going to be shopping some Switch games on uh on on Black Friday this year, but I, I feel like I don't want to ask anybody for those. If I just want to buy them, like and just have them. Yeah, <laughs> you know? yeah, and,
1: and that's you know when I, when I was younger, I used to ask for video games a lot as well, and yeah. kind of the same problem is you know right now I have. Most of the games that I want, there's, I think there's maybe one or two that I'm, it's not even that I've like, I'm like, I need this game. It's just like, yeah, you know, I might want to play that. But like you said, it's kind of more of a, you know, you buy it when you're ready to play it, not, not as a, as a gift. Right. So, yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: All right. But, well, let's let's we'll we'll have to see what everybody has to say about this because yeah. I'm curious too. I I mean, it sounds what you it sounds like what you need is for Disney to make an anime uh, video game. That's. A <laughs> uh,
1: I actually found out that they did. Oh, well, there you go. <laughs> see that? There's a perfect um, gift but, for you. But Disney it's in Japan. It's in, game. it's in Japan though, so it's not. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's not here. It's it's called Twisted uh, Twisted Wonderland or something like that. Oh,
0: interesting. Yeah
1: um okay. but but again I, I just happen to find that but it's like uh, again you know i can't i don't read japanese so
0: i can't that's, yeah, yeah. that's that is a slight issue yeah. uh, <laughs> yeah. and, and, and i know
1: you know and i guess before the listeners say it, yes i know i watch anime but you know subtitles or english dubs i don't like watch it in japanese so
0: i guess <laughs> just, that. I just that. saying that <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anyway, All right. well, shall we shall we get to the listener questions? Yeah, let's let's do this. Um do you want me we got to some leftover one? from last week? Yeah. So yeah. you should probably read this one because it's your wife's question. <laughs> uh, yeah, I probably should. So That's so, a blow per spot, but
1: <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so so Jennifer asked us, um you have the opportunity to talk to Walt Disney for 2 hours. What three questions would you ask Walt? And, and what park would you take Walt to and what three wide rides would you take Walt on and why?
0: There's a, lot of, a lot of questions. Okay, that's, that's
1: a- yeah. So, so yeah, I guess it's a, it's a multi stage question. So, so first of all, you have, you have two hours with Walt. I mean, uh, the, the questions you would ask him, like, I, I guess, you know, it's, it's hard, right? Because you, you could go down all kinds of rabbit holes. I, I yeah. guess I, I would keep it. You know, I, I guess the first thing I would probably ask Walt is, you know, are are you? What do you think about how the parks look now? Like, like
0: yeah, that'd probably be one of my questions too.
1: Yeah, b- because you know he he would not he would only know of you know Disneyland. He wouldn't know of California Adventure, or he would you know, you know that would be new since he he passed away. Same thing with Disney World is you know all of that got built after he he passed away. So you know, I, I guess I would probably ask him what his thoughts are on the different parks, and I guess Epcot specifically, because Epcot was something that he had planned as a city, and it became.
0: A I feel like park. that would be a major disappointment to him.
1: <laughs> Possibly, but, but you know, I I also <laughs> yeah. feel that he wouldn't necessarily, you know, be like, you know, this this is awful. Like I, I think he would understand it, and I think he would definitely have a, a unique perspective on it.
0: Yeah. What yeah, about? I you? agree. I agree. I I think those are I think that's a, a good question. Uh, you know about about the what the parks would look like. That's kind of what my question was too. I'd also I just would I'd be interested to see what he think of like what the company's become though too. You know, uh, back I mean you know they were they were doing well financially back when back when he died. But uh, you know now that it's just like this gigantic corporation that reaches out to so many different things. I I wonder if what he would think about that. Uh, and also I kind of wonder what he would think of like the 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 Disney Renaissance, like the the movies of the 90s. Mm. You know, that's like a good point. Yeah, like how would he feel about those movies? I mean, I I, I doubt he would dislike them, but I'd just be curious. And and I, also would you know want him to watch like a I see you only have 2 hours with him though so this is the problem right so like I would love for him to watch like a like a, a, a Toy Story right like a, yeah. a computer animated movie, movie and be like you know just blow his mind and find out like what he felt about that <laughs> I,
1: I think he I think he would be very accepting of it because of the fact that yeah. he was he was pioneering a lot of um a lot of technology back in the day around animation yeah, so yeah. He, he would just see it as an evolution of what he was doing. I, I agree. That's, I agree that's my point. take on that. Yeah.
0: No, I agree.
1: Yeah. And then, okay. So let's, I mean, yeah, skipping or yeah. Taking him to a different parks, I guess I would say, you know, I mean,
0: uh, I actually oh, you I used to Epcot before, yeah. right?
1: Yeah, yeah. Epcot would be like, not Epcot right now though. Le- le- that's the yeah. thing. EPCOT's yeah. under way too much construction. I would wait until, you know, Epcot's a little more, um, together together but yeah i I would be curious what his take on epcot would be
0: (laughs) i you know i would want to take him to animal kingdom and uh, the the biggest reason why is i'd want to take him on the safari because you know the whole thing with the safari the the whole thought around that was originally he wanted the jungle cruise to have real animals in it they could never Mm. figure that out in his day right and then but then you know they they figured out in the future how to how to make that happen? Now it's not the, the jungle cruise, you know, the, as as it originally was, but it's it's with real animals. It's a it real is that safari. Idea. Yeah, yeah, it's that idea of having real animals involved. So I I think that would be cool. I I don't. I feel like I don't want to like go all one park though. Like I feel like I want to take them on th- different rides at every park. You know, <laughs> you know, you know what ride I would definitely want to take him on,
1: even though I haven't been on it myself is. Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway. I, mean,
0: I was just gonna, I was gonna say that one too because yeah. it's the the, I guess the first Mickey ride, right? So yeah,
1: like like that that would that would be huge, you know, you know, telling him, yeah. hey, you know, Mickey Mouse has a ride. It only took like, you know. 50 years. <laughs>
0: yeah. Took, took, yeah, basically. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So that's that's, uh, that, that's a good call. I think that would be a good one. Now, now we got to think of another one. How about like a, a Rise of the Resistance just as like a, a whoa, this technology is crazy. Like this is a, a mind-blowing experience kind of thing.
1: Well, and, and here's the interesting thing is that he would have no context. Imagine showing Star Wars to someone who has no context of what Star Wars is. Because oh, yeah, he wouldn't, right? Yeah,
0: yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You know what, like, it's it's funny, though, because Star Wars is one of those weird things. Like, just when we, when I went in uh, in October, the last time I went and I I had my parents with me, neither one of them were into Star Wars, but they got it. Like, you know what I mean? Like, when we went to Galaxy's Edge, like, they understood what was going on. Now, they might not have understood, like, all the references and all the different things, but they, you know, still enjoyed themselves on, on the Millennium Falcon ride, right? You know, like, they still had a lot of fun doing that. It just meant something different to them than a hardcore Star Wars fan. You know? Yeah.
1: It, and the thing is, is, Star Wars is now a cultural phenomenon. So yeah. it's, yeah, like you said, everybody kind of, even if you don't know what it is, you get it. So, you know, showing it to Walt Disney would be like,
0: you know, completely new. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Totally true. Uh, <laughs> hey, Damon, thanks for joining. Hey, <laughs> I, we just thought you were going to bust in and start talking. <laughs> no, I didn't. I didn't have the,
2: the info up without the info.
0: Oh, okay. Gotcha.
2: Please don't tell me you're on like questioner question A, are we? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> of we we, of we had
0: we,
1: we had a bit of a discussion before this about uh, Christmas gifts, so but, um so yeah we we got a little slow start. Okay.
0: <laughs> yeah. What? Well, but uh, well, okay. So we're we're on we're on letter B though now. We'll, we'll do we'll do letter B. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah. Because I, I wouldn't talk to Walt at all. I don't think it would be worth it for what new Disney is like. It means nothing. Well, that's what that's what yeah. we're wondering, like how we'd react. I wouldn't even bother because it's it's not his Disney anymore.
0: Yeah, mm. yeah, I get that. That's a good answer. Uh, so, Mary, uh, as Disney calls you, looking for advice, they want to do something special for DVC members this year. What would you suggest they do for all members? What extra would you tell them for blue card well, members? Regular DVC people get nothing,
2: and blue card. Wait, wait people, what does that
0: mean? What do you mean, regular DVC people? Non-blue card
2: people get nothing. And blue card people, I mean, what could you really do? The only thing that would even be, like, something that's possible to do is, like, a print or something. I mean, that's all you're really talking about at this point, because they're not going to spend money. They can't. But a print would be something that might be doable. That's what I would suggest. Because I don't, I mean, again, I would love tons of stuff, but what are you doing? Like, you have no, they have no money to do stuff.
1: You wouldn't ask for a plaque because they have the money
2: from the canceled Moonlight Magic events? No. I'd take a print, though. <laughs> I'd take a, a, a numbered print. How's that? Not just like one mm. of those
0: prints they send you after your vacation anyway? No, it's no, like no,
2: a- no. It's got it's got to be numbered. And they yeah. only make them for blue card members. That's it. And they would be numbered from one to however many blue card members 10, exist today. 10,000 or uh, yeah, yeah, whatever it exists. Know, That's but, it. Yeah.
0: That's interesting. I mean, I think the, the, you know, the big thing is we still need to find out is if they're going to return any dues. Uh, I, it's funny because I saw people commenting and we'll, we'll talk about the dues in a few minutes here, but, uh, about next year's dues and they're like, well, guess they're not going to give us anything back. Well, it's, they're two different years, you know, it's, <laughs> they could still give us stuff back this year, even though dues are going up next year. So we really don't know what that's going to look like, but I, I don't really know what they can give us, right? I mean, there's only so much you can do. I I think it would be nice. They used to give a uh, a, a Christmas tree ornament every year uh, if you went to like the 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 party that they used to throw around the holidays. That, that'd be nice if they sent everybody a, a cool like DVC Christmas ornament. I'd be that would for be kind
2: of cool. Or how about mm-hmm. how about just you bring back the things that go on, uh, magic bands, but you, you have to make them now for something different, right? Because there are no magic bands. Or do you keep them just for magic bands? Bring those back might be interesting. I would say DVC people would be more apt to magic band, I think still.
1: Yeah. Like maybe give them a promo where you still get the free magic bands or something like that. No,
2: no, no. I I'm talking about the slip on thing that went around it. That said Disney vacation club on the magic band, the slider. Oh, the, Oh, uh, the sliders. sliders, People would be very happy to get sliders again. And and again, they're like nothing, (laughs) right? Like nothing. I would say if you did a 2020 slider, For the magic bands. And again, like I guess what I was saying is that you know, I could be totally off base here, but I would think that more people, DVC, would be apt to continue magic band usage.
1: I agree with that. And I want sliders because I only have one pass folder slider, so yeah.
0: (laughs) I mean, I'm gonna keep using magic bands. I I like the convenience of magic bands. I wish I had a magic band in my everyday life. So (laughs) I'm I'm all for magic bands everywhere and all the time, so
1: well, you can kind of do that with your
0: Apple Watch. But, I do. Yeah. I, well, I do. I, I do pay for things contactless, you know, with my phone or, you know, with a, a smartwatch. So I do that. But it's, you know, I, I like the getting into, like, if I could get into my doors with a magic band and, mm. you know, I like doing everything with it. It's just very convenient. So, well, again, you can do
1: that. You just have to set it up. <laughs> that, yeah, I guess the, I, that's I, the problem is like, yeah, it's all the setup. Yeah,
0: it's (laughs) a lot of work to set all that up. So, do you want to read Tanya's question? Uh, sure. This Um, is tough because it's really hard to keep track of what's actually open at the moment. So, yeah.
1: So, yeah. So, Tanya asks us, um, what is the best in park sit down restaurants that are actually open right now for young kids, uh, five and two? Um, sorry. Uh, Even with normalcy, we don't do character dining. But now that we're DVC members are looking for something more reasonable um, that kids will at least tolerate.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, and then yeah, she she lists a couple of things that she was thinking. So uh, San Angel in in the Mexico Pavilion, uh Skipper's Canteen, and Hollywood 50 or in Hollywood Studios the 50s primetime diner. Um of those three, the I would personally go for the primetime diner. I uh, I really enjoy that restaurant and I, and I think it's definitely got a good kid's atmosphere. It's, it's entertaining for them, I think. Um, and, um, honestly, I took my, my son to skipper canteen and the food selection was not great for kids. Like even the kids menu, a out, there. Yeah, a out there. Yeah. Yeah. My, my son did not enjoy, like he's been really good about trying new things and the Skipper to Canteen was actually one of those restaurants that he did not enjoy his meal very much. It was great for for you know me, and you know for the adult meals, but um, yeah, yeah, I I wouldn't I wouldn't take the kids there personally.
0: I I agree with that. I, I, I liked it as a restaurant. I, I think I went there like a week after it opened. I was there like right at opening, and uh, it was it was good. Uh, but you're you're it it was it had some more adventurous choices on it. And now, given I haven't eaten there in a while, so maybe it's gotten a little bit better. But I don't know. Uh, yeah. The last time I was there, the the choices were a little bit off. Uh, you know, off the beaten path, I'd say.
1: No, and I, I know Tanya says you know that she she doesn't normally do character dining. Um. But I will I will still advocate for Garden Grill because um, even outside of the the fact that it is character dining, I feel that it's a really good meal otherwise. And even I, I took my parents there who also, you know, don't like when we were kids, they refused to do character dining. They never um they were never like into that. Um, they weren't so much into the character interactions either when we went, but they they said you know that was a really good. Um, they really enjoyed the meal. Like it didn't. It, and the thing about it is it's not a buffet. It's not a. Um, um, sorry, I, I know the, the buffets are generally good, but buffet food is not always the best you can get. So I, I I would I would definitely add Garden Grill to your list of considerations. Again, I I understand you know the character dining can be a turnoff, but Um, I still believe it's a good meal. And again, it kind of fits your criteria of, you know, something for the young kids.
0: Uh, Yeah. And if if I were to pick of, I've eaten at all three of these, I've, I've eaten at fifties several times. I've, I've eaten at San Angel and, uh, you know, I don't think San Angel is bad. Um, I think it's okay. Uh, it's not my favorite that I've ever been to. I, it personally, if it were me in Epcot, I would go via Napoli, but that's you know I think I've made it very clear on this show that that's like my favorite restaurant at in uh, Epcot, uh, just because of how good the food is there, and uh, it's it's got a fun atmosphere there too. Uh, you know, there's there's some interesting designs there and stuff like that. But although I'm not a hundred percent sure if Via Napoli is open at the moment, so yeah. I don't think I don't think you're going to go wrong though with with uh, going in the Mex- Mexican pavilion. It's 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 a good meal.
2: I don't really like any of them, to be honest with you. And I, I despise the prime time, like 50s prime time. <laughs> it's terrible. It, it's food that you could easily make at home that you've probably eaten for your whole entire life. And it's not done any better than what you would have at home. So I don't care for that one.
1: But that's kind of the point, terrible. though. It's
2: supposed to be like, it's, it's supposed to be
0: like stuff that you would eat at your grandmother's house. Like, yeah, but then it has to be, to be. good. I've, I enjoyed the food. No,
2: though.
1: I didn't, I didn't I, like the food I will. There at all. I will say the meatloaf was better than I've ever had from. Sorry, my mom didn't make good meatloaf when we were growing well,
2: up. <laughs> I guess mileage may vary depending on your uh, parents' cooking ability. I will say, but I don't. I didn't care yeah. for any of them. I'll be honest with you. N- none of those pushes the meter for me. I-, I would say that you know I don't know what's open, so it's kind of difficult for me to say as well. But none of those. Yeah, th- this is the hard thing: is that there is restaurants opening and
1: things seem to be changing fairly quickly. So, you know, this conversation may not even be valid in two weeks. Like it's, (laughs) it's hard to say, right?
0: That is very true. Yeah. Very true. Uh, So, so Dan, uh, always good for a question. Uh, If you could be a ride operator for an eight hour shift, which ride would you choose and why I will award bonus points to any of you for not choosing jungle cruise. Uh, that's very generous of you, Dan, for awarding bonus points for us uh, for not <laughs> choosing Jungle Cruise. Uh, I think this is a tough question. I I, I want to go Haunted Mansion. Ah,
1: uh, you took mine.
0: Uh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> that,
1: that's I'm an going. easy one because you can be stoic the whole time, and yeah. and you can mess with people. I I like. I I think that the cast members in the Haunted Mansion get to have a lot of fun.
0: <laughs> Although from what I've heard, and I've not been on Rise of the Resistance, but I have heard the cast members within there get to have a lot of fun in character too. Especially like like if you're uh, you, like you could be like some of them are like mean to you, and <laughs> I think that sounds kind of fun. I guess you're not necessarily a ride operator in that sense. You're not pushing buttons or anything, but you know you're one of the ride staff. But I I, I think if I were gonna go go a second one, I think it would be that.
2: Okay um yeah i don't know um i I don't want to work so i don't want to do any of them how's that sound (laughs) eight eight hour shift? no no i don't want to stand up that long i mean is there is there a ride (laughs) where i can sit down for eight hours i'm sure there's a sitting option somewhere right you know what i want to be i want to be the person i don't care what ride it is that just runs the little where the division goes between fast pass people and non-fast pass people and be able to stop all the people that try to line hop <laughs> <laughs> you just want to be able to like kick people out, yeah, like. <laughs> there you go. It doesn't matter what ride it is, all right because I think that you they know, don't s- they don't check enough of those people. I feel like too many people sneak through
0: that's true. People do sneak through. Yeah. Go ahead, Trevor. I
1: was gonna say small world does fit your criteria for uh, a place to you don't have to stand because
2: the the little the little booth above where the, the boats launch. Uh, yeah. Oh yeah, know, you I can guess, just sit up there and wave at people. Y- you know what? I'd either take that or you're right. I'd take I guess maybe the mine ride where I'm just launching people or rock and roller coaster, one of those. I could yeah. sit down. About, that would be fine too.
0: What about like uh like driving like one of the boats that's on like a track where you just see you just nah, basically sit there like and work. like Nah, that, I'm, I'm out. That feels that. like work. Yeah. You don't even have to steer.
2: No, nah, I just want to press a button to launch people. I'm okay with that. So, yeah, mine ride, rock and roller coaster, or, you know, any ride where I can, you know, stop line cutters, I'm, I'm good for. All right. Sounds like you want to be like Disney security. <laughs> no, because you know what? Disney security no. doesn't involve themselves in that stuff. I just want to yeah, stop he, line cutters. He, he just wants to say no to people. I, I okay. just, I feel like there's too much line cutting in general, so I just want to be yeah. part of the solution, not part of the problem.
0: <laughs> That's great. <laughs> That's really funny. Uh, what? Who wants to do Chris's question?
2: All right, Chris, I'll go then. Best out-of-the-way quiet spot you have found to rest and relax for a few minutes? I mean, is there any other spot besides the Epcot Lounge, really? That's where I always There's lots go. of spots. What?
0: There's lots of spots.
2: I mean, um, that's the only place that I ever go to rest and read. I mean, who's going to Disney to rest and relax? Are you taking a nap there? Like, I mean, is somebody napping? I don't... <laughs> I, I think maybe it's just more, to, you know, to stop
1: and give your feet a rest and, you know, have a drink or whatever.
2: There is no stopping. it. You know what? The best out-of-the-way place <laughs> is to go find somewhere to eat, I guess. Go eat. Whatever, <laughs> when in doubt of being tired at Disney, just go eat. Go eat
1: somewhere. <laughs> yeah, It's true. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah. I know we, we tend to, uh, um, we'll stop at Pecos bills in, uh, in Frontierland because yeah, they have that whole inside dining area and you can kind of go in the back and it's, it's, you know, dark and kind of cool in there, which is always a nice break. Um, the other one I was going to say is behind the Christmas shop in uh, magic kingdom as well. There's a bunch of picnic benches back there that are really nice.
0: That's not bad. Yeah, I, I, I've got a couple actually. I, I, I've so there's a spot we found uh, on Tom Sawyer Island, which is this is very out of the way, obviously. But if you go to Tom Sawyer Island, there's a spot where there's just a couple. There's like two rocking chairs that like face out towards Big Thunder Mountain, and you know, obviously to the to the to the river there and. It's it's quiet. It's almost it almost feels like you're not at Magic Kingdom. It feels like you're somewhere else. I mean, obviously you got to take a boat over to get there, so it's very out of the way. But it is a super quiet spot to just hang for a few. Uh, but and then my other one would be in Magic Kingdom. You know, honestly, anytime we're ta- our feet are tired, and we need a break, we just go over, go for a ride on the train. We just ride the train around for a little while. You know, just go in a big circle. It's not necessarily quiet, but it's it's relaxing. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's it's not really that's, out of the way. Either.
1: That's a good one. Now, this is all in Magic Kingdom, I guess. You know, Epcot obviously has has the the lounge, which yeah, we we definitely capitalize on using the lounge.
0: But Epcot's also just got like, if you go back in the World Showcase, there's a bunch of places back like deep in the World Showcase pavilions that are very quiet. Like you can go to like if you go back de- way back down in Morocco, like there's nobody down there. <laughs> it's super quiet. There's, that's There's true. a lot of hidden yeah. treasures in in there.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's that's true. A a lot of people don't go beyond really like the first probably 50 feet of each pavilion. Yeah. So, yeah, you can walk towards the back and just, yeah, sit
0: down. Go to the land, you know, go to the land. You can even just chill down in the land by sunshine seasons there. Yeah, Yeah, there's always lots of
1: seating down there.
0: I mean, even going on living with the land, I mean, that's a relaxing little boat ride. I mean, you know, that's kind of nice and there's usually not a line. Uh, I think animal kingdom has a ton of those little spots cause they have those trails, you know, even if you go out to like Rafiki's planet watch, like there's a lot of places to relax out there, Hollywood studios. I don't think there's anywhere you can <laughs> relax. It's just always, a uh, crazy. And, uh, there's not a lot of places you can go. I guess, nope. you know, if uh, you no, go. I,
1: I got one, I got one. got one. Um, so, um, where, so if you go down towards, um, uh, rock and roller coaster and tower of terror, on the right-hand side of the road, um, uh, it's where the fruit stand is.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. Um, I know again, doing,
1: right? again, behind there, there's a whole bunch That's of true. benches. Which again, you know, people don't. People like staying to the main roads. It seems so. So it's always a matter of you know, you know, walk a little bit further, I guess, than than where you would think the the area ends, and you usually end up finding yeah, it's either like just a bunch of seating or just a small area that uh nobody knows about right or nobody bothers to go back there
0: yeah that's that's a good that's a good one i like it yeah all right there you go (laughs) (laughs) nowadays i feel like uh muppets 3d is a quiet place to hang out (laughs) because i feel like every time i go go over there there's nobody there (laughs) yeah
1: it's it, it it needs an update
0: a little bit although i i love that i love that show i'll never i'll never be want to see that change you know
1: now um yeah just yeah, you know, to keep things moving so dan's question i feel this this is a ugh, this is
0: like a whole show i don't I, even know yeah i, I don't if think we, we can answer, answer
1: this. this question
0: <laughs> well we should let's, we'll just say it really quickly maybe we just say what what would our preference for the future of disney lines be fast pass virtual Q, or max pass
2: um
1: hmm well, I, I don't know how virtual queues work in reality. I've I've heard a lot of negative things about them right now, but okay. I I think that's more to do with the the current j- just the current situation that they're dealing with. Um, yeah, virtual queues versus fast pass versus max pass. Um, I I want to believe that virtual queues would be the preferential of all of those because it it, it kind of combines. You know, fast pass required a lot or back in the day, like, um, you know, you had to run around to get your fast passes or, you know, you have to be in the app like months ahead of time to yeah. book your fast passes. Whereas the virtual queue is like, you know, you show up there that day and you get in the queue. It kind of takes it back to the more simpler version of fast pass, but without the running around. The only problem with the virtual queue right now is that I, I think they still need to tweak a little bit of, because um, they're allowing people to just book, um like Rise of Resistance is having that problem right now, where you can book it from anywhere. And I think, um, you know, what seems to be happening is that a lot of, or what I've been hearing is uh, annual pass holders are trying to book it. And then if they get the booking, then they'll go to the park. But if they don't get the booking, then then they don't go. But what what's happening there is that there's so many people trying to book stuff that people who are actually at the park or, you know, you know, staying on property aren't able to get um aren't able to get into the virtual queue. So it's definitely not it it's not at the most ideal state. I feel it has the potential, but um there's definitely some work that needs to be done. Before I would say, you know, it's better than the old FastPass system.
0: I'm I'm fine with the FastPass Plus system. I I always have said I ha- I'm fine with it. I'm I'm good with it. I don't think it's perfect, but I don't think any system is going to be perfect. So I I don't think there's I think there's always going to be people that have a hard time getting FastPasses for things. Like, no matter what you do, right? You even if you have a paid FastPass option, you're still going to have a hard time getting FastPasses. So it's you know it, I don't think there's any perfect solution. But I, I'm okay
2: why, with the why, current FastPass system. Maybe I just don't want change. Anyway. Why are you going to have a problem if there's a paid FastPass system?
0: I don't have a problem. No, no, why, I'm just you, saying you, I don't think it w- that's a perfect solution either.
2: No, no, that's not what you said, though. You said that you'd still have a problem getting FastPasses. Why?
0: I'm just saying, like, no matter what you do, there's if you, even if you had a paid FastPass system, there's still probably going to be limitations on it where maybe no, you won't be able I, to get I, a FastPass for a ride that you want to get on, even if it's paid.
2: I don't think that would be the case if the, if the number was right. Right, like what I'd be uh, looking for is, charge. yeah, make it make it expensive enough that if you really want it, you're good. That that's yeah. the system I would like to see.
0: G- g- like you want to guarantee, like if you're going to pay for it, you want to be guaranteed. Yeah, you sure.
2: Will. Yeah, yeah. So so you got to make the number high enough that those people that want it that way it would be a hybrid system. So if you do like a virtual queue, which is pretty much a lottery, with the addition of a payment as well, right? So I, I could get on board with that.
0: I getcha. I, 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 like I said, I think we could do like a whole episode about this. Yeah. Cause I think
2: the problem <laughs> yeah. is if you do a paid and then the rest of it is free, but not lottery, then why are people going to pay? Right. And it's, it would be, that's, it'd be a great, that's what I'm saying. yeah, it'd be a great way for Disney to make, you know, money at the end of the day. Right. So, okay. So your virtual queue is always going to be there and it's always going to be a lottery. But if you want to skip past that, you pay and that's fine. And if you don't, then you're in the lottery and it is what it is yeah no i i, I that's I a perfect system tom it, it, it <laughs> it's <laughs> not perfect
0: because you're leaving out people that can't afford it <laughs> well <laughs> no
1: be no because i mean i i think it, it does fall in the same vein as like how you have um the dessert parties for fireworks shows
2: yeah sure is that
1: you know you you can either risk you know finding a a potentially decent spot to watch fireworks or you pay and you get the good spot it, it's the same thing right you know i i agree with you on that one damon Yeah, I like that. Yeah.
0: I think we should probably do the ad. Yeah. Before we talk about the due situation.
1: All right. uh, This week, we have DVC Rental Store. Are you a frequent Disney visitor and want to save hundreds, even thousands, on your next Disney trip? DVC Rental Store wants to help you book your dream vacation for less. Currently, the DVC Rental Store has a great selection of confirmed reservations at many of Disney's most premium resorts, saving you over 60% off retail rates. Want to learn more? Go to dvcrentalstore.com or call 1 855 DVC Rent. That's 382 7368. And please let them know Welcome Home sent you. Again, that's dvcrentalstore.com or 1 855 DVC Rent.
0: All right. So, uh, you know, I, I saw some discussion about this on our in our group, and I, I don't, I'm a little surprised, I guess, that people are surprised that dues are going up. Between three and six percent, because I, I feel like we talked about this <laughs> the last time that dues came out mm-hmm. uh, where we we knew this was gonna happen again, right, because cast members were getting raises and still getting raises. Uh, through this year, and and they kind of warned us this was gonna the dues were gonna go up again because cast members were getting raises again, and you know seventy five percent or so of the operating costs that we pay go to wages, benefits, and taxes. So it, it and also property taxes were up a bit this year too. Uh, so those things all factor into this. So I, I'm not that surprised by this. I I don't I think maybe that it won't be as bad the next next year. Uh, I think maybe it, it'll be a little bit of a less of an increase since they're they're pretty much double Done getting everybody up to the, the $15 per hour threshold uh, that that they were bringing all the cast members up to. And so I, I think that, you know, again, though, they warned us about this. They warned us about this two years ago that these raises were going to continue uh, because, because the cast members were going to be getting paid more. And I, I think I've said before on, on here... I do not mind paying more in dues in order for the cast members to have a, a good living wage. i I've, and I, I don't think that that's you know I understand that not everybody feels that way, but I I'm, I'm fine with it. And you know again, if taxes are going up too, that's something that needs to be paid for. And uh, I just don't think uh, this is all that surprising to me. Now you know some of them are obviously bigger than others. Uh, you know some some of the increases are bigger than others, but uh, you know this is this is what is to be expected with DVC that dues are going to go up.
1: And, and I, I guess the other thing to add to that is that I know a lot of people are, are probably thinking about, you know, the fact that um, the resorts were closed for, for a couple of months so they're going, well, how come that's not being factored into the, the cost increase? And um, I think it's because, you know, dues don't – they don't necessarily um, – they don't necessarily reflect the current year. It's not that they, you know, that we got to the end of this year and they're saying, okay, this is for the last year. Um, there's there's most likely a delay on, you know, when we see due increases versus when they change stuff. So I wouldn't be surprised if, you know, yeah, this year we're we're not going to see anything. It would probably be net on next year's dues that we would see any kind of adjustment, or they may do something mid-year, again, depending on, you know, when they do the math on, you know, when they're done processing dues and all that, they may decide to, you know, do the credit after that. So Well,
0: they, they did say I, I thought they said they were going to do it this year. And, and we were I, I'm I'm assuming, you know, the, the condo association meeting is coming up in December. I'm assuming is, we're yeah. going to find out more then. But who knows? Maybe we won't. And maybe there won't be any overages this year. There, I mean, there's possible that there's not any overages. And, you know, then they don't give us a credit at all. So I don't know. We're going to have to see. But I, I I thought they originally said they were going to do it for this year. But I mean, maybe maybe next year Dude, too. Why right? not Depending just keep that happened. money?
2: I mean, why do people need credits? Like, DVC in and of itself is such a great deal. Like, don't you want it to continue? It's like Social Security at some yeah. point, right? Like, sometimes you have to bear the brunt of it during, you know, some off years. It is what it is. Like, really? Yeah. It, that, it, it, <laughs> yeah I don't understand why I, it's I guess, a big problem.
1: That's a fair point is, you know, you know, this is the trade-off is people say, Hey, you know, I want, I want a credit on my dues because, you know, they were closed or whatever. And it's like, fine, you know, you do that. And then, yeah, the company now has to tighten their budget for the next year. And suddenly things, you know, this goes back to, you know, what about, you know, doing extras for members, you know, that stuff becomes less feasible because they don't have the money to do so. Right, like it, like it. It's either it hurts you now or it hurts you later.
2: Right? Exactly. Like, well, it's not like yeah. it's going up thirty percent. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean, this this definitely hurts for people that have like you know a thousand points, right? And, and you have a thousand points, this an-
2: shouldn't hurt you because otherwise you shouldn't have a thousand points.
0: That's true. If you can afford a thousand points, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this is not going to be yeah.
2: And, and yeah. it's all within
1: side of you know they they made sure when I signed my contract they're like. These are the kinds of increases you will see on average per year. This is still well with like, it's not like, you know, they went, they could have gone the other way and said, you know, Hey, we're going to cap out on, you know, the, the most possible increase we could do to make sure that, you know, we're getting, you know, as much money from dues as possible. They didn't do that. They, they looked at it, you know, just like they do every year and said, you know, this is a reasonable increase for operating costs. So, you know, here's the bill, right?
0: Yeah. So, I mean, you know, we'll, we'll have to see, uh, you know, cause the 2021 budget statements, you know, don't make any mention, uh, this, yeah. you know, this article that we're reading doesn't make a mention of a credit being issued for 2020. But, uh, you know, that, that'll be something we'll probably see in the meeting coming up here. Uh, which will be soon, and actually, you can. I think you can join it virtually this year. Yeah. Um, not, not that I want to sit there and listen to a condo association meeting. I probably won't. Uh, <laughs> so I'll just, I'll just read, a, read an article afterwards, uh, summing it up for us. So, uh, but yeah, I mean, that's really all I have to say about dues. I mean, I, you know, I understand people are upset anytime the price of anything goes up, and it does seem counterintuitive with. With you know the the reduced crowds and and the reduced demand for for Disney at the moment to increase costs, but you got to remember these it, DVC dues are real costs, right? They're they're the costs that it that it, that it costs basically for expenses that it, uh, to uh, run the resorts and to pay the employees and to pay the property taxes. It's not it's not like a ticket increase. It's a different thing, right? We're we're paying for actual expenses here, and that's that's what it is. So in those things go up and and like I said property taxes went up this year. That's something they have to contend with and something we have to pay for. So right.
1: and it's also yeah, it's it's not a straight 1 to 1 conversion like you said, you know, if a resort is closed for a week, that doesn't equate to well you get back x dollars, right? Like that's yeah, yeah there like you said there's a whole bunch of other costs in the back and even while the resorts were closed, there was still, you know, they they didn't have, you know, as many people employed, but you know, there was still There's still maintenance crews. There's still stuff that has to be done at resorts. And I'm sure they were still working on things.
0: they were still paying the benefits for those employees that were furloughed. I mean, yeah, there was, you know, there was expenses for cleaning. And, you know, they got to still maintain the resorts, you know. Yeah. Property taxes don't stop. So. Speaking of things being closed and reopened, <laughs> look at that! Do you see that transition? I, that was good. Yeah, that was great. Uh, <laughs> so the uh.
1: Grand Californian finally is going to reopen. <laughs>
0: I guess my question is why <laughs> like it's going to open in December, but Disneyland's not open and they're only opening the DVC portion. I- I'm guessing this is just, it's, which is a very small part of the resort, right? I mean, we, we've talked it about is, this yeah. before. There's very few DVC rooms at the, at C- Grand California. so it just feels, it's like the same thing they did with, uh, what was it? Um Animal kingdom, right? Mm-hmm. Where they just opened the DVC part and not the rest of it. I I don't know. It just feels and, you know, with Disneyland not open, I I guess who's staying there? Why? Why are you staying there? Just to stay there? Yeah. I mean, I I guess, you know,
2: it's to burn that. that I was going to say
1: that. Yeah. You know, I I think they had they had to try and open it because of the fact that if they don't, um, you know, you're you're going to have an entire year's worth of points that are going to expire, you know, this way, at least they're giving people a chance to try and use their points even though it's, you know, not, not an ideal situation, but I mean, you know, they're also trying to, they are opening up Buena Vista street in California adventure. So, you know, they're yeah. trying to do everything they can. Again, it's not, I think the difference is, is, you know, you know, you wouldn't spend a week's worth of points there. You may stay there for, you know, maybe two days, but at least they're, they're trying to deal with the, um, the excess of points that they're going to have here absolutely because of the fact that it's been closed longer than any other resort at this point
0: yeah it makes sense that makes total sense i'm just wondering what members going to stay there but like you said if you got to burn some points and you're nearby i mean maybe you do like a staycation for a long weekend or something i don't i don't know but uh yeah it's uh it's it's interesting to me
1: yeah. I mean, for, for me, you know, if, it, if it wasn't for the fact that, you know, I would have to get on a plane, it, like, it's, plane, yeah. it, it's, it's about a two hour flight to get down there, which is not bad.
0: And Wouldn't it make you sad though, just being there and just like seeing the park and be like, I wish I could go in you. Like, I, you know, like that would yeah, make me so sad just to be there and just have it be closed.
1: I, I don't know. But the, the, um, personally, the, the, the grand, the grand Californian in and of itself is a very, nice hotel like it's it, it's the kind of place like when when we stayed there um it you know we had no problem with just staying near the hotel like even the fact that it, it you can go into california adventure from it you know you know knowing that that's closed though um the hotel still like i said i i could spend you know feasibly two days there it's it's no different than you know we have um uh, about an hour away from, from, uh, Calgary, uh, there's a town called Canmore and they've got a whole bunch of mountain lodges. And, and the aesthetic of the Grand Californian is similar to, to those places in Canmore. And, um, yeah, we, we can go out there and just, you know, spend a couple of days and just relax. Like, you know, you, you still, you can use, if you feel comfortable, you know, there, there's a pool and a hot tub and stuff. But yeah, it, it, the problem is that, you know, it's just kind of staying at a hotel. It's not, it's not staying at Disney, like you said, but, you know, in the case of, you know, you have points to spend it, it does turn into basically, you know, a free stay at a hotel at least, which is better yeah. than nothing.
0: Getting out of the house. For yeah. A few. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I, I can see why they're, they're, they're definitely doing their best to offer it. And again, you know, they're, they're just, it, this is just Disney doing everything they can working with the conditions that they have yeah. to deal with there. Unfortunately.
0: Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah, no, I agree. Well, Damon, Damon we, we're going to do your 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 weekly segment now, yes. uh, the the Damon Holiday Gift Guide, which I forgot to oh, add. Well. So thanks for adding that. <laughs> oh no problem. I forgot what we. Well, talked you know, about. before you got on the show, we Trevor was trying to figure out what he wanted for Christmas, and he was having a hard time. So for I don't yourself? know if the category
2: for yeah. adults. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, man, yeah. I'm good socks I'm, and good underwear, man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, you you can't beat good underwear. Uh,
0: you know what? I, I kind of agree with you on that.
2: Um, yeah, yeah I, it, it is. I
0: already have some good socks
1: and stuff. So yeah,
2: yeah. I want some different stuff. <laughs> I don't know. Let's see. I mean, so we're just talking about a, a adults. I mean, i got a pool table, PS5, Xbox. I mean, all that sort of stuff. Oh, you know, actually what I think I may end up getting though is I told you I don't want to build an arcade myself because I'm lazy and, you know, it just is a lot of work. Um I think you told us. That yeah, really I, I think maybe an, an arcade. <laughs> You know, I don't even want to build the inside, even though I could. I have no interest in that. But I don't think this is necessarily about adults, is it? Do we talking about adults? Well, no, you, you do whatever... You I, don't, want I don't remember do. what we talked about last time.
0: We did toddlers, because we, uh, we that's were right, doing you. one for my daughter, yeah.
2: So, I mean, maybe from the teenage standpoint, I think one of the things that is always difficult... Um, is to get the teenager stuff. And again, if you don't want to go that electronic route, which is always very difficult. You know, a lot of these things started a while back, but what I was able to do for sports is I put together a picture of all my son's old cleats. And I found this place online. It's called Frame It Easy. It's a framing place. So even if you have Disney prints or something like that, It came out awesome. They used plexiglass, and the packing was, like, ridiculous. Like, it came, and I was like, oh, I'm like, how are they sending two pictures? Like, this is going to be weird. But, um, you know, that that thing came packed like it was – I don't know. It it came packed very well. And, again, it was so cheap in comparison to going to, you know, the stores, you know, especially if you don't want to go out to get it done. And what I actually had done was I had them print the actual picture, and I have it a weird, like, kind of, you know, those stadium – pictures that are kind of longer, you know, not really that tall. I had it printed out at that height, but I also had that gravity falls picture that I had drawn of my daughter printed as well from this place and framed. I tell you, it was really, really nice. So I would say that I guess you could do that for Disney person as well. So that would be something for the teenagers that I would say, plus this clothes. Like I said, I mentioned Prusy last time. I love it. Brad's deals, another great area to go. But we've been doing, you know, a lot of kind of unique clothes for kids that age. Cause again, it's funny. My, my 14 year old, I asked him, you know, what do you want for Christmas? He's like, clothes, you know, so don't think that you're necessarily doing them a disservice getting clothes. I would say if you want to go kind of out on a limb and get some really interesting stuff, I know that there's this place called sublimation kings and they do dye sublimation jerseys and things like that. And it's actually very inexpensive. We actually ended up doing that for my one son uh, last year. I think we had a basketball jersey made for him because he's a uh, he, you know, does music and stuff like that. But you'd have anything put on it. That place is phenomenal. Shipping was great. So something like that, in terms of unique clothing, is is always good. I think for the teenagers, because gift cards are boring.
1: <laughs> yeah, I. You know, you bring up a good point. You know, my my son, he he's he just turned twelve, and. Yeah, we're kind of running into the same thing where he's starting to just ask for very specific brands of clothes, you know, you know, stuff that his friends wear mm-hmm. and whatnot. So, yeah, I, I guess you're right. You know, I, I guess it's funny. Like when I was growing up, it was like, you know, you, when you got clothes, or you got a shirt. Yeah, mad. It, that, yeah, that that was never like the thing. But now it seems that it is more acceptable i guess or, or it's more
2: it's more of a flex for them is what it is yeah I like to have nice clothes yeah
1: <laughs> that, that's exactly it yeah they want to they want to well, flex
2: on their clothes and, so. and i would say that's why going to some of these like i said places that do custom stuff i also have um a person that i've worked with forever um that does airbrushing it's called unlimited airbrush you can find them on <clears throat> facebook and they do some phenomenal stuff. Go look. They also do, I think, um, mugs now as well. But their airbrush stuff is crazy. And you should see some of the ones they have for baseball and football fans. But, you know, anything that you want airbrushed, they've done some unique stuff. They've done a bag for me, once for my son. They've done a couple other things. But, you know, I'm just trying to kind of put people down the path of people that I feel like that I trusted and it all worked out well. That's usually the hard part, right? Like if you want a custom airbrush shirt, like where do you go? Right. So these are people that I know, at least that, you know, at least have sent stuff to me that did a great job and I I really enjoyed them. The other thing that I'm doing for my daughter is I'm doing a custom, um, recipe book. So again, depending on how old your kids are, if it's something that they cook, I think that's what it is. It's kind of finding not necessarily stuff in the electronics form that, you know, but maybe stuff based on hobbies they like or sports that they do and then making that unique. Or you can, like I said, save all their cleats or all their, you know, whatever is from when they started a sport and then do something special with that.
0: Those are cool ideas.
2: Yeah, I I like those.
1: Um, Damon, do you have, uh, or would you be able to provide those links so that we can put them in for uh, when this podcast goes up? Yeah, that would be great because, yeah, yeah, I
2: I think that's some interesting avenues to go down and explore. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. and. All right, so that's the holiday. I got two more things though. So I got the Darkwing Duck reboot. This is a tough one. So it's it's, again, this is not official. So this could be under the rumor section. Put it under you know the Damon's rumor section. But it doesn't look like the people that are involved with the Ducktales reboot are going to be working on it. And and that's what's that's what's difficult because I don't know if I'm in love with. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe for me it might be different. I'm not necessarily in love with with the way that Darkwing is interwoven in the new DuckTales. I think there's too many characters already in the new DuckTales, so I guess maybe this will be good as they kind of pull him out into his own show. But, you know, hopefully there will be some continuity. I I want there to be, you know, Duckverse continuity. Because if there's not, then it becomes rough again. Because there was no continuity between the original DuckTales and Darkwing. And then they introduced this in the reboot, and it made it like, okay, well, there's too many people in DuckTales. That's what I have produced. Too many people. and. That's where I have a problem. This current season of DuckTales, though, has been great. I have liked it, enjoyed it more, because we get to see more of Scrooge in them. But uh, that will be interesting in terms of a reboot.
1: And so I guess the thing is with with Darkwing, because even I didn't fully understand it when when Darkwing originally came out, because Launchpad was both in Darkwing and DuckTales.
2: Different universes.
1: Yeah, but that, that was how they did, is that they explained that there was... There was parallel universes going on. We didn't, we didn't have Rick and Morty back then though, so we didn't yeah. know. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that, 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 wasn't, that wasn't the thought process. So, um, so yeah, you know, maybe they'll hopefully do something like that where they'll kind of break it off and say, you know, this is,
2: you know, dark wing from, or, you know, oh, they, separate they, universe. They separate can't now though, right? They Why can't not? because they've already introduced him in that universe. That, that's been the problem. That's, but again, for but, me, as long as they separate the two, I mean, St. Kennard isn't, you know, Duckburg. So that's okay. And if there's a little crossover every once in a while, but the, the problem is DuckTales, the reboot is so packed full of stuff. Like, you know, where's Magicka? We, we saw her for a second in the beginning of the season. Like, that's who I want to see. I want to see Scrooge. Like, I don't want to see all these other characters. I think they've done a little bit too much in terms of that. So we'll see. I mean, what does Launchpad do? Like you said, like, where's Launchpad now? Is he gone? Yeah. Is, and and I... show What show is he in? I guess the other thing I would wonder too is
1: do, do you suppose maybe they're kind of because Gravity Falls kind of did that for a bit where it seemed like they were going off in a weird, weird side stories, but then they kind of brought everything back at the end of the season?
2: Yeah, I don't so. think that this is that sort of show, unfortunately. Yeah. I mean, it was interesting enough that this season that we have, you know, the executives being part of Foul. I mean, again, to bring Foul back into the mix, to bring Duckwing back into the mix, you know. Darkwing back in the next, I, I don't know. We'll, we'll see how it all pans out. But the fact that, you know, Frank and Matt aren't involved is a little scary. So, but this next thing I want to talk about, man, I'm super excited about this.
0: Yeah, I'm um, not going to lie. I'm watching the video <laughs> of it and I just, I don't understand how this works. And I also don't understand. I was you don't just understand myself, how like, snow works? Okay, so we, do, we,
2: do we need Bill Nye to come in and teach us how for, snow no, works? I, for, no, first, I, let's I, explain what it is. <laughs> God, so this is a Snowcat Ridge official resort which is an alpine snow park in florida
0: but it's out like it's it's outside it's 90 degrees like how how is that possible that
2: doesn't work it It does not work you don't think it's gonna work i guarantee you it's gonna work okay
0: but here's my question like what do you even wear like you're not gonna wear a heavy snow jacket but at the same time you don't want to wear short sleeves okay no 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 no, 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 you're
2: wearing a heavy snow jacket what are you talking about no but it's gonna be
0: 95 degrees out you're gonna
1: die from that (laughs) tom tom i have gone skiing in a t-shirt before it is doable
2: <laughs> I'm Fair. telling you this. <laughs> I mean, there's um, going to be an Arctic igloo area. So, if you look at it, what, what we really have here is we have a slope, right? Which is just like sleigh riding down those slopes, which I, I feel is a little commercial, but t- it's tubing. Right? It's so tubing, you- yeah, which is a little commercial to me. But then there's this, this igloo and play in real snow and this alpine village. L- like, look at the. W- what's so interesting is, like, if you look at the people on the slopes, they're in t-shirts, but then you look at the people in the Alpine village. They're in winter coats, scarves, and hats. So I think you might have to change like three times because you're not playing in <laughs> snow. Um, it, it, you're not playing in snow in, in, in a in a t-shirt. Okay, no, uh, you're not. Well,
0: apparently Trevor has. <laughs> well, no, no, no.
2: Skiing is, is skiing is different though. Like if you ski and then hung out in the snow or building a snowman, you're doing that in a t-shirt. No, skiing uh, yeah. is different.
1: No, you, you you just put on some gloves and you can be in a t-shirt and be outside playing in the snow. For how long, though? Mm, when I was a kid, wh- how I don't know the afternoon.
0: You're used to the cold,
1: though. We're not used yeah. to the cold over here. <laughs> it, so, so, so I, I, I guess the thing to understand is, yeah, where, where I come from, it, the um, we have these things called chinooks, which is um, is basically a warm weather system that'll come through. So it'll be it'll be like minus ten. And it can go up to plus 10 Celsius. So, so I guess you can figure out what the swing is in Fahrenheit on that. Um, but when it gets up to plus 10, when you're used to minus 10, um, you can go outside in a t-shirt and it feels like, like summer almost. And you can, you know, like, like I said, I see it all the time. Kids will be at school and they'll be rolling snowballs and making snowmen in the school field and they'll be out there in their, in their t-shirts. So, um, you do get acclimatized to it the thing sorry this is where my um (laughs) you you have your your things about food i have you know this snow whatever they're using to manufacture the snow it's probably not going to feel as good as a real snowfall it's probably going to be very um
2: you're just assuming here trevor it, well, so I
0: just don't know how it doesn't melt instantly. Like, you know, I just I can see them making it. But like, how does it not melt immediately?
1: There So we have snow machines when out on the on the ski hills.
2: There is a very clear difference between the snow made by a snow machine and co- natural co- snowfall. Co- correct. Right. But that's <laughs> yeah. that's also not a brand new place. Maybe they have special snow machines. We don't know. We, we don't special, know. The I mean, only special magic snow machines. That add air into it to create it light and fluffy snow, not that, that snow machine that's snow. Th- there's a big fan in a snow machines, literally just a fan no, no, no. that blasts water out and but but incorporating <laughs> air into the mixture like a croissant, you don't know. <laughs> <laughs> But here's you the problem that hold the snow three times. <laughs> but think about uh, it. It's just like the ice machine. Maybe it's maybe it's um the good ice, the chewy, it's chewy, 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 snow. Ice. chewy snow. Chewy snow. All right. So <laughs> here's the problem I'm having in the Arctic igloo. Guests may not throw snowballs or engage in snowball fights.
0: Then what's the point? Uh,
2: <laughs> guests may may not eat the snow either. Mm. That's, mm. that's again that right there tells me. You no, know, says ice. this is real snow. Oh, I'm,
0: snow
1: I'm sure is wet, it is. Snow is wet, cold, and slippery
2: recommend wearing warm water resistant clothes
1: you can get snow out of uh deep freeze like literally you can just scrape the side listen
2: i'm gonna tell you this (laughs) in a place where we don't have snow like north carolina if i can go get snow in florida i'm in i'm in so so now now you understand my obsession with dole whips (laughs) 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 that's
1: funny no but okay yeah, no, it's it's the it, same ideas. You know, we don't normally have access to certain things, so you know when. But it you could have whip it home. You could you have a machine and
2: everything. You could have the same exact machine. I can't create clouds, <laughs> right? Like at the end of the day, I can't do that. If you if you well, want, if I gave you three thousand dollars, you can make the same dough whip at home. True, but the again the barrier for entry on it. Is, I, I agree know. with that. Sa- speaking of food, though, with, before we yeah. get into food, speaking <laughs> of food. Is that so I'm very close on my blondie recipe. You, you know how I get real close to perfection. I found another blondie recipe this week. It was actually, it was funny. Me and my daughter were just watching the food channel, not anything in particular. It was just live TV, which is like a rarity. And one of the chefs, the bakers was making blondies again. And she went through the process with a bunch of different tips and tricks to make blondies. Dude, blondies are hard to make. Let me tell you, they're really hard because they're not like a brownie. They're not a cake. Like, it's, it's super hard to make them. But I was so close, and they would have been perfection, but I I, I skipped. The, so the end of she had like, I don't know what size pans they were because she didn't really say what size pans they were because it wasn't an official recipe. And I was a little lazy, so I tried to say, you know what? I have silicone cake, you know, nine inch cake things. And she even said on the show, she's like, you know, these are going to be thin. And I kind of tried to put them in the, you know, split it up. The batter is enough to do two. I split it up into the silicone um, cake things and I put them in the oven cook for 30 minutes and it just a little bit undercooked on the bottom and a little bit perfect on the top. But I knew like they needed to be in longer because I had them too thick. They need to go thinner, but I do have, like I said, I think the recipe was 100% a winner for sure. So I'm close. I'm close though.
0: Nice. Do we want to start talking about food since you were just, you know, kind of brought us there. We, we got our holiday food, uh, sure. preview here. Yeah. This has been like my favorite okay. part of our recent episodes is talking about food. So,
1: all right. Th- so let's, this, uh, link that you put in for the, uh, the downtown Disney. Holy, this is, uh, there's
0: some stuff here. This is quite the <laughs> list. Um, yeah, this is just for Disney Springs. We'll we'll have. Uh, I, I believe uh, they're going to just slowly start putting some stuff out because we have we still don't have the Epcot stuff yet. So, but this is just the desserts, basically at Disney Springs. So
1: now, yeah, there's no way we can go through this whole list. Like th- this is a this is a massive list. So, um,
0: well, let's go let's go with some of the bigger ones here. So like Emirates, right? All right, you just black gotta, forest parfait. You just gotta,
2: I, I say we just got to pick what you want we don't go through all of them. So what do you want? Yeah. What's your favorite? Yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm looking through the
1: list right now and I'm trying to find the the thing that I'm like I I will when I if I got off the bus at Disney Springs this would be like the first <sighs> I'm gonna place go, I would
2: go. Yeah, I'm going to go Black Forest parfait even though it's got cherry liqueur. I think I'm still in on that.
0: So wait, we're we just going to go by section then? Yeah, just so we'll, by we'll, section we'll your wonder, favorite thing. Yeah.
2: It, we've already discussed now, now we're already taking way too much time to talk about the rules here. <laughs> but yes one thing one section let's go
0: all right i'm i'm going uh you know what the black force par- parfait sounds pretty good i might i might have to go with that
1: see i'm i want the jolly holiday float because cranberry juice. where are you yeah what are you doing dude <laughs> i'm in the Where's parks blog are you not looking Amaretz-
0: we're, we're at Amaretz. Oh, no, we're no, we're oh, okay, you're way up at the top. Oh, oh, you're, okay, I get it. Oh my goodness. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I thought, because there's like three other links you, that We you, could have talked about every wait. single thing at this point. I did, se- I did send you a lot of links. So yeah. Yes. So I,
1: I figured we were going link by yeah. link. You want to go through each section in this yeah, yeah. link. Okay. Yeah, yeah. All right. So, okay. Amarets. Um.
2: There's nothing there I want. <laughs> okay, good. All right. Really, risk the no. crepes. There's no more discussion. <laughs> yeah. I'm yeah. flip flopping between the cherries jubilee bubble waffle, bubble waffle, or the eggnog crepe. Those are both I, very good,
1: though. I would want the eggnog crepe.
2: I'm going cherry jubilee bubble waffle because the bubble waffle looks delicious. All right, we're only picking ones that have more than one thing. The Ganachery. Uh, I want none of that.
0: <laughs> Wait, can, can we at least talk about the gobbler poutine? Because that sounds amazing. No. Shredded turkey, gravy, no. and cheese cur- I know, sacrilege. I know. <laughs> I mean then, then we should might as well be talking
2: about the pumpkin bread pudding. I mean, no, we can't talk yeah. about everything.
0: All right, ganachery.
2: I don't want anything All at the ganachery.
0: I'm I'm in for the Mickey Santa pinata. Dark chocolate pinata. I mean dark chocolate pinata decorated like Mickey Santa filled with marshmallow treats. You break that thing open, they give you like a little hammer, you get to break it open. I'm I'm down for hitting some chocolate. <laughs>
1: yeah, it seems seems like a lot of work And I don't feel like it would have the payoff <laughs>
0: <laughs> Alright, we, we doing Ghirardelli? Is Ghirardelli on this?
2: Nothing I want
0: uh, I don't know, white chocolate caramel steamer sounds awesome to
2: me The the, car- the peppermint hot cocoa would be good Yeah, All right, I have to actually go to the other podcast I was trying to figure out if I could do both of them at once I guess I can't We, we went over our limit here We're already at 115 yeah. All right. I, I yeah, bet everyone to do. We
0: can finish up the food then. Yeah,
2: yeah. You, 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 There's nothing else on the food list that I even want. So all right. Okay,
1: so, so where where can people listen to you since they know that
2: Boomtron are dot com Boomtronpodcast.com. <laughs> Netflix stuff. There, there you go. While you're sitting at home doing nothing, I guess. <laughs> with all your vacation you built up like me. All right.
0: Nice. All right. All right. So we, we still got Jock Lindsay's Holiday Bar. Yeah. Okay. Let
1: Let's go here. Oh, this this isn't even uh, like desserts. Like they, they no, this is like some.
0: regular food. Grandma's favorite sliders, which is venison sausage sliders. I think I'm out on that.
1: Yeah, the, <laughs> the cranberry bacon jam feels like it would be a bit of a turn off. Um,
0: hmm. Uh, let me see. I don't I don't know if I see anything I'm I'm into here. Um, I mean, milk and cookies always, right? Yeah, yeah, definitely milk and cookies would be would
1: be nice. Though I can't drink milk, but I would still have the cookies. Um, there you
0: go. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, Jack Lindsay's isn't really appealing to me. Uh, the mac and cheese, the fried mac and cheese is always appealing to me, but it's not clear to me how that's uh, holiday-oriented in any way. But I'm yeah. always down for fried mac and
1: cheese. The, the, they're just like, <laughs> hey, hey, we got mac and cheese in between eating all these sweets. So, yeah. yeah. I, I guess maybe that's the, the, the draw there is, you know, if you're looking for something savory because th- th- these are a lot of uh, – uh, yeah, a lot of sweet treats. And so, um, yeah, to, to go down to, or we're passing marketplace snacks now. Like I said, I
0: think we should go to Sprinkles now. We can yeah. go. I think we need to go down to Sprinkles, the, the cupcake place. Um, double stuffed Oreo cupcake seems like the winner in my mind. Although cannoli cupcake is up there too. Uh, I'll, although, you know what? I love cannolis, you, but this is pistachio cake. I'm not in for pistachio, So you wouldn't want a gingerbread cupcake with I cream cheese frosting. Ginger. I'm not a big gingerbread fan. I like gingerbread, but it's not, that's, you know. That's perfect. With cre- cream cheese frosting on a gingerbread cupcake, I'm in. Are you telling me you don't want a double stuffed Oreo cupcake? No, I don't. mean, that I don't. sounds amazing.
1: No, I, 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 I don't. I, I, I would prefer gingerbread over an Oreo.
0: Yeah, I mean, I would eat the gingerbread <laughs> cupcake. Don't get me wrong. I'm, I'm going to eat it, but <laughs> like, I, I don't know. It's just the, the double stuff sounds good to me. Although it isn't very Christmassy. I'll say that. It's the, I, I would say more the Christmas cookie cupcake, which is also up there for me too. Uh, there's, cause it has a little sugar cookie on it too. That feels mm-hmm. very Christmassy, but you know what? Yeah. I mean, I'd, I'd eat the gingerbread one. I, I'd, I'd have it. Yeah. I, I guess my thing is, you know, a lot of these are like,
1: like the Christmas cookies, you know, it's it's a lot of sugar. Whereas I know gingerbread is it, it is a it is a sweet treat, but the spice of it I feel balances like it. it it's th- there's enough spice there that um, it doesn't feel like you're just eating, you know, sugar with sugar yeah, yeah. with sugar, right? So yeah,
0: yeah. I think we should go all the way down to Gideon's now at the very bottom. Gideon's, which is not open is- yet. But they are going to have two limited time cookies: a Santa's White Christmas cookie, which is white chocolate chip cookie filled with coconut, sweet caramel, vanilla, and nutty flavors, with freshly ground, locally roasted coffee beans throughout. Not my jam, but I'm sure it would be for some people. And then the one I want. Good. Sorry, Uh, you don't like coffee beans? I'm not. I don't drink coffee, so I no. I'm not a coffee fan. Yeah. Well, they're good, and I've had them in cookies and stuff before. They're good. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. Just I don't know. Just not a big. Big fan of the, anything coffee related. Uh, I'm more about this cookie. Von Krampus. Cookie Krampus. Yeah. <laughs> Deep, dark, triple chocolate velvet textured cookie filled with Andy's mints. That sounds amazing. Yeah. I Sign me up for that. Yeah. <laughs> Especially, I've heard their cookies are incredible, so. Yeah, and
1: again, b- between these two, you know, you know, a white, yeah, a white chocolate cookie versus a dark chocolate cookie, I will take the dark chocolate cookie. That's That's an easy one.
0: yeah no i i I, i'm good with i like both i I prefer milk chocolate personally but you know either way either way i'm good as long as chocolates involved i'm I'm a happy camper yeah all right so uh, off of the the disney parks blog ones i just look some of these other ones that i'm sure we're going to see in our in our preview later but uh how about a sugar and spice egg, uh, sugar and spice Christmas churros with eggnog? I'm not an eggnog fan. I don't know about you. Not an eggnog fan. I love eggnog.
1: Really? I, I really do. I, it's, my wife hates the fact, like, my wife does not like eggnog at all. And she hates the fact that I buy eggnog and she's like, why do you, you know, you know, why is that in the fridge? You know, nobody else is going to drink it. I was like, yeah, I will drink, I will drink the eggnog over like two weeks if I have to. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Well, these are supposedly Christmas cookie churros with icing. I'm in for that. That sounds delicious to me. I like any churro, but Christmas cookie churros with icing looks awesome to me.
1: Now, what is the... It says with eggnog or... Oh, okay. So, I Sorry. From the preview, I thought it was
0: like they like did like that they a, drizzle the eggnog on top? Yeah. Like <laughs> <laughs> No, they actually serve it with a glass of eggnog. Okay. Yeah, that you actually get a glass of eggnog with it. All right. It, yeah. That that's cool. Yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm I would definitely go for that. I'm I'm looking at this uh this Yuletide Wishes Yule log cake. Oof. That's this a looks
1: lot like, of chocolate.
0: If you like cho- like if you don't like chocolate then you got a problem here, but yeah. this is a chocolate cake filled with chocolate mousse and covered in chocolate ganache. I'm down for this. I love chocolate, so I I would be all about this. But if you don't like chocolate, you're going to have a hard time.
1: (laughs) How many more times can we say chocolate?
0: Chocolate, chocolate, chocolate.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. No, it it, it looks delish. Yeah. I I, I feel that would be uh, my my only love hate with these kinds of things is that, yeah, it looked like I know I would enjoy probably about the first three bites of it. And then it would be too much chocolate, I feel. Like I would I don't know if I would actually finish it.
0: Yeah, I get that. Yeah, I get that. That makes sense. I, I see I'm I'm all I'm all for it. I'm I love that kind of stuff. So give me as much chocolate as possible and I'm I'm happy.
1: <laughs> now this this uh last one, the the Bell's enchanted Christmas
0: tree. Yeah.
1: I, I like the presentation. I, I like the uh the the green uh macaroons with the, the red
0: yeah, between. and it's it's almond macaroons layered with cranberry-orange filling. See, I feel like I'm out on this. I'm not a cranberry fan. And this also looks like it'd be a pain in the butt to eat. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I, I
1: would assume it would be like a, a knife-and-fork kind of meal, but or
0: snack. Where you take but, one tier off, uh, you know, yeah. each tier off as you now, eat it. Now, I, I guess, he, here's
1: my thing. A couple of times now, like, there, were, there was that um, float that I was looking at that has the cranberry in it. But I, I feel like people... This seems to be a thing is that, you know, every year it's like there's a, there's a flavor that everyone kind of gravitates to. I don't know who decides this, but it's like, (laughs) you know how it's like, you know, everything was pumpkin spice there for a while. And I I feel like, you know, they were like,
0: oh, we need something Christmasy, throw cranberry in. Cranberry doesn't work with everything. I don't like cranberry at all. Like I know lots of people do, and I'm probably making people mad, but I'm not a cranberry fan. You see, I I like cranberry sauce. Like I will have it
1: with my meal on you know at Thanksgiving or Christmas, but I don't want it in everything. And and you know in this case in particular, you know you you've got an almond macaroon, and then um and then yeah this this cranberry
0: um, did you say cranberry orange is that is that what is I read cranberry orange yeah. Yeah, it's like yeah. that's like Gaston's it's, Tavern too. Yeah, cranberry it, orange filling that just seems like a weird combination to me. I don't know. I mean,
1: I I feel like because cranberries are naturally very tart, right? I I feel yeah. like it would be a little too, a little too tart. Like you you'd be expecting more of a of a sweet, and it would it yeah. Just you know, yeah, you know. I, I guess when people are making these things, you know, you don't have to just like, you know. Pick cranberry and see how many different ways you can shove it in like <laughs> i will i will say
0: i will say though the review here is is pretty positive it says very good so okay well yeah i i'm not a macaroon fan either i'm, I'm not a macaroon fan personally but yeah I'm, I, I don't mind them i'm just not that's where yeah. i'm at too like yeah. if one's in front of me i will eat it but it's i'm not going to go out of my way to get macaroons exactly yeah all right. well, that's. I think that's. Uh, we're we're way over time here, so we should we probably are. just wrap this thing up, right? Yeah, that's okay though.
1: I, I'm sure people will enjoy the extra discussion. Yeah. But.
0: It but a weird episode because Damon was late and then left early.
1: <laughs> yeah, well, he he actually left on time. We're the ones who are running late, so I'll I'll give him that that's one. Fair. That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right, go ahead and wrap us up. All right. Uh so for uh, any questions, any comments, if you guys ever want to reach out to us, you can always find us at welcomehomepodcast at gmail.com. We love hearing from you guys. We always get listener questions by mail. We always uh, have great conversations with you guys. And you know, we we just love interacting with you. Um so you know, please feel free to reach out to us there. If you uh if you want to find us on Facebook, you can find us as Welcome Home Podcast. Uh and if you uh, would like to subscribe to our YouTube channel, you can also find us on YouTube as Welcome Home Podcast. And um, also back to Facebook, if, uh, if you want to join the group, look for Welcome Home Disney Waitlist. Uh, that is our group and we have a really great community in there with uh, uh, a lot of our questions come from there as well so you know if, if you want to get in on the questions if you want to get in on some of the discussions after the podcast it's a great place to you know hear hear some of our listeners thoughts and uh and i i, I love seeing how you know people will post things based on things that we you know we said on the podcast and, and it fuels a lot of uh good fun discussion. So, um, (laughs) make sure you usually
0: uh, usually involving Damon being mean to me. I I don't know if you notice. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah.
1: Sometimes. Yeah. Um, or, or yeah, you know, people trying to sell me on buying furniture from the Polynesian and stuff.
0: Well, there's, yeah, there's that too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: You know, but yeah, you know, make sure you guys join the, uh, join the Facebook group. Cause, uh, we, we do have fun over there. Also, if you do happen to have Instagram, you can follow us on there as welcome home Picks. Uh, we are posting there. So you can, you can follow our Instagram stories, I guess. I honestly, I don't fully understand Instagram. I don't that's know what Instagram that, is. That's more. D- Damon has been running that but you know we we can definitely um, you you can follow us there at least and if you guys want to um, possibly pick up some of our merchandise go to store.welcomehomepodcast.com you know we have we have face masks there if you're uh, if you're needing face masks whether it's going to the park or just you know wearing around town not about yeah exactly <laughs> you never you know I'm seeing all kinds of face masks nowadays so you know why not have a, a welcome home podcast one. And as usual, if you guys found us on iTunes or uh, Spotify or Amazon Music or any of those other services, please make sure you leave us a review because it does actually help more people find the podcast. And uh, we also like hearing the feedback from you guys.
0: Yeah, and uh, don't forget to subscribe to Welcome Home Podcast so you can be reminded every time we release a new episode. As Trevor mentioned, you can find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, TuneIn, Stitcher, Spotify, just about any place you can find podcasts. You can find our show. Just search for Welcome Home. Look for the one that says Disney and DVC. And then, as always, just as a reminder to our listeners, Welcome Home Podcast is for entertainment only. We're not employed by the Walt Disney Company, and as such, any and all opinions we express on this show are our own. So uh, please consult the DVC representative or uh, Disney cast member for more information about anything we talked about today, huge thank you as always to DVC Rental Store for sponsoring this episode. Please check them out if you want to rent out your points or you want to rent out some uh, some DVC points to take a next trip. And of course, join us next time for more Disney Parks discussion and more DVC talk. We hope to see you all real soon.
2: This is Skipper Albert
0: a. Wall, the voice of the Jungle, signing off from Welcome Home Podcast on the DVC. We do a when we hit a chair, how she can cuddle is no man's affair. I looked around from pole to pole, found her in a sugar bowl. E-dee, look out! Here comes my